Hi guys, today in the Block Level Podcast, we have Eon Capital as a guest speaker. So, first of all, could you tell us about your company and product? Um, so, my name is Alex Nafies. I'm the head of partnerships and sales mm-hmm. at Eon. I'm Evan Weiss, uh, general counsel. Mm-hmm. So, Eon is a staking as a service platform. We service retail and institutional clients looking for uh, staking as a service. Uh, so, with these new emerging proof of stake blockchains, users are looking for uh, the opportunity to go out and receive what is native in these blockchains as uh, inflation. So, uh, they'll go and actively stake their um, their proof of stake tokens and you know capture this inflation. Uh, the thing is, staking is quite time intensive, complex, and pretty difficult. So that's why a user might want not want to do it themselves, then they'll look for a staking as a service solution. Okay. Okay. What makes you different from other proof of staking platform? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So uh, Eon prides itself on being one of the lowest fee providers in the space by charging only 5% on inflation rewards. Uh, additionally, uh, there's a full suite of other client services we offer. Um, these are things like uh, tax uh, solutions, and then also with our uh, emergence of our consumer-facing dashboard, users will be able to go and natively uh, stake all their crypto assets. Uh, the traditional workflow is quite complex. It's just a random delegation address that may address, uh, exist on the internet. Here, we're simplifying the process in one uh, straight and streamlined process. Yeah. Additionally, um, you know, we've also at the, the forefront of the legal and regulatory issues around staking. Uh, as, as you might know, staking is very new, um, it's early in, in its process, and so we've taken uh, a lead in kind of engaging with regulators and policymakers around how this technology is going to be regulated. Um, and so we spoke with members of the SEC and the CFTC, uh, speaking with regulators in the UK around kind of educating them around how this works and trying to figure out ways that we can protect token holders, but also to make sure that proof of stake flourishes. So how do you see proof of stake developing in the future? You know, it's a new market, so how does it affect the blockchain? Yeah, that's great. So currently, uh, some of the existing kind of known uh, blockchains that have kind of captured the uh, cultural zeitgeist have you are proof of work. Um, And what we see is this huge transition from proof of work into proof of stake. Uh, And that's for a variety of reasons. Uh, they're substantially faster, um, arguably. Um, they are less energy intensive, um, and the, the initial outlay to participate is much less, meaning you don't need to have the initial um, server or ASIC costs. Um, so much, many more people can participate. So that being said, the proof of stake uh, market is growing uh, tremendously. Yeah, I think it's it's a really cool way to turn, you know, right now, currently, if you hold a proof of work token, you're just, you're a holder, you're a holder. Um, but with these new proof of stake systems, you allows you to be an actual participant in the security network. Um, so it's going to take currently holders and make them participants. And I think that's a great way to get people interacting with these networks and getting them more bought into, you know, powering them. What are some challenges for both Zion Capital and the proof of stake market in, in general? Yeah, I can touch on the proof of stake market. So um, there's this concept of uh, nothing at stake, uh, which could be a, a potential um, you know, friction point in the general proof of stake market. 
uh, and that just meaning um, validators themselves if they don't have um, capital outlay themselves also participating in the uh, validation or staking process and you're having uh, delegates come in uh, there just needs to be some some uh, additional skin in the game by these um, validators essentially so um, but generally speaking I think that there's enough um, uh, validators want to show their delegate community that there's a uh, that they're also participating. So I think they're incentivized to, uh, you know, show that they have things at stake. Yeah, and, uh, you know, from a legal and regulatory perspective, I mean, I think taxes are a big issue. Um, how are state rewards going to be taxed? It's very different than mining income where, you know, you're putting all this capital outcut lay. I mean, it's just pure rewards as opposed to inflation. Um, you know, when I stake, I, I stake not to earn anything, but to make sure that I don't lose out. Um, and that's, that's a very different uh, taxation in my opinion. So I think figuring out tax is gonna get, be a big piece of this. And then for, uh, for your second part of the question for Eon uh, Capital, uh, and this kind of ties back into your previous question about kind of how we're different. So, uh, you know, one may ask, well, how will Eon Capital be able to differentiate themselves uh, across these other staking as a service providers? Well, uh, you know, in order for these networks to be sufficiently decentralized, no one um, staking as a service provider should have more than 15, 20% of, uh, of a network. And I think in order to maintain uh, decentralization, that's just a, a, a good metric to classify uh, how decentralized are these things. Okay, so is there any upcoming in Eon Capital? Yeah, we're really excited about our consumer-facing dashboard, as I mentioned, that's um, going to be rolling out here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, users will be able to get onboarded and uh, really have this place as a one-stop shop. It's fully transparent. Uh, where, when are your staking rewards coming? Uh, how frequently? How much? Um, and then uh, some other service provider integrations that we have coming up. Then. Yeah, additionally, uh, you know, Eon has taken the, the lead of forming what we're calling the Proof of Stake Alliance, uh, POSA. Um, and so we're working with most of the large proof of stake network and state and service providers to really engage with regulators and policymakers. So we'll be launching that and we're really looking forward to getting out and educating, uh, you know, key constituents around how this technology works and the benefits of it. Personally, what do you make get into proof of stake and blockchain? Uh, yeah, so uh, I took a, a banking law class, my third year law school, where we studied the financial crisis. Um, and I found it, you know, at that point, I really hadn't looked in to understand, you know, how our banking system worked. And when you studied the crisis, you realized that a lot of these people, these large banks, didn't have any incentives not to make risky bets. Um, and what I love about these systems, and when I dove into the blockchain, was it's all incentivized. Um, you know, you, you mine for a reason, you mine to receive rewards. If you don't, you know, the underlying technology that you're using, the ASICs aren't worth anything if you, you know, do a double attack. And so I like the incentive mechanisms. And, as far as proof of stake, being a lawyer, uh, I saw that a lot of the proof of stake networks are going to be launched in the next 12 to 18 months, and there really seemed to me a shift in, in the consensus mechanism that was being utilized. And, and I saw that there wasn't really any guidance around proof of stake and how the technology was going to be governed. And so, as a lawyer, I thought it was a really interesting opportunity to try to dive in and help build a legal regulatory framework around this new technology. So I first got acquainted to Ethereum initially in 2015, and I was just fascinated by the the feature of programmable money, and I was hooked from there. Uh, through that time, uh, especially 
uh, early 2017 started getting interested in uh, crypto economic incentives. Why? Uh, just because these things are interesting and cool, why should anyone ever uh, interact with these, um, these protocols? And uh, that's where I came uh, across staking and joined up with the Eon team. And uh, it's just, it really lowers the barrier to entry for uh, network participants and uh, subsequently secures these networks uh, uh, a lot more efficiently. So what motivates you and your working in this, in this field? Uh, a joke with some of these, uh, some of my colleagues in the uh, crypto space where uh, Alex, they, at every meetup, at every conference, they know you. It's, uh, it, I think it's really fun to explore the global crypto community and rub shoulders with all these developers and um, really, really intelligent people, just kind of um, really future, uh, futuristic mindset. And um, it's just infectious to be around. So uh, that kind of gets me going and being in the trenches with uh, the fellow Eon team every day is, is quite great. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's we have a, you know, you don't have a lot of opportunity in your life to make a big impact. And, you know, right now we have an impact to change the future of money um, for the better and make it more egalitarian for people to have access to it. And so I think this is a step there and being part of a, an industry as a whole that really wants to push us forward is exciting. So I love working and meeting new people. How are you guys partnering with the member in the industry? Yeah, this is a product that we're really excited about at Neon. Uh, we have a full suite of service provider integrations uh, and that works with uh, exchanges, wallets, and custodians. Uh, and this is something that those uh, providers can uh, natively integrate uh, with Neon. Yeah, we, we, it's interesting because as, as the space is growing, people are really starting to understand and want to offer this service and us being kind of on the, on the ground floor of understanding how these networks work, uh, having interactions with the teams, um, gives us a great ability to provide services to other market participants. And uh, on top of that, uh, you know, these existing service providers want to add more value to their users. And um, this, is, this is a way to be able to do that, offer native staking. Finally, can you guys talk about your goal as a uh, young capital and blockchain market in general? Yeah, so uh, we envision, as I, as I noted uh, earlier, Eon is a one-stop shop for retail and institutional investors to come and uh, stake and compound their crypto assets. Um, and I think, you know, once once that platform is built, there's a lot of uh, really interesting financial products and uh, version twos that can be uh, used as a launch pad. And um, we're, we're really excited to have this product out in the wild and um, you know, getting users uh, feedback and getting their uh, you know, getting them having a hands-on experience with it. Um, it's really exciting for Yeah, just about educating new people about the space, about proof of stake, about participating in these networks and how important it is for people to stake and secure networks and you know, also just pushing the whole entire proof of stake ecosystem forward through engagement with regulated policymakers. I mean, I think you've seen from the non-regulatory uncertainty in the U.S. right now, it's really hard to operate. And so if we can do that, we can make it easier for startups to, to jump into space and build, uh, that's, you know, motivating. Okay, thank you so much for your time, Ivan and Alex. Today, we have Leon Capital for Brock Lab interview. See you next week.